Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kira, good morning. Welcome to Trot's Talk here on a Sunday morning on SENZ. Great to have your company. They are just about to jump in the Kentucky Derby there in Kentucky. So they're off actually in the Derby as we speak. So we'll give you that result coming up very shortly. Greg O'Connor is with us out of our Christchurch studio. He is flush after yesterday, leading the team to, along with Sticko and Clado, another successful result in the Good Oil Punters Club. Good morning to you, Grigo. That must have been a nice result yesterday. Three times you've been on now. Three victories. Yeah, morning to you, Michael. It was good fun. It always is. Um, I have to doff my cap a wee bit to uh, to Sticko, though, because he came up with a power play on the last race at Tarapa, and that was a beautiful piece of work. Uh, a couple of hundred dollars uh, came back two grand. We got a, a little bit out of our multi as well and a couple of other smart bets. But, yeah, it's always, always great to be uh, handing out free money, and uh, free money courtesy of the tab is even better, Michael. It is. And let's try and find some today at Rangiora. They have 12 races for the harness today. Now, it's an earlier start than usual, so 11.35, so halfway through the show. The first on the car, which is an amateur driver's race, will be kicking off. And we'll try and find you some winners today with the Southern Man segment. But a man who isn't finding winners, he's driving them in bunches at the moment, is Jared O'Reilly. He had a threefer at Addington on Friday night. And Jared, good morning, mate. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Um, at the moment... For one weekend, you might be the best driver in your family. Let's get a replay of Sweet Bell with Jared, and then talk to the star of the show at Addington on Friday night. Back at Sweet Bell, Jimmy James Maguire travelled up strongly from Evangelist. Honeed and Hurricane pushing out of a pocket under Marin Franco. There's a run there for Jazz Allen, then it's Magical Meg. 28-5, third quarter. Sweet Bell, Jimmy James Maguire. Evangelist back to the lane, running on. Sweet Bell lifting. Jimmy James Maguire trying to get her. It's Jimmy James Maguire and Sweet Bell. Sweet Bell, Jimmy James Maguire. Evangelist late. Sweet Bell lifting from Jimmy James Maguire. That was tough. Sweet Bell won it from either Jimmy James McGuire or Evangelists. Yeah, she was tough, really, really tough, because in the last 200 metres she looked certain to be run down. Jared, good morning to you, mate. Congratulations on a great night on Friday night, and she is a Mia who seems right in the zone. Yeah, I think so, Mick. Uh, yeah, no, she's come back really well this time, and uh, had a few sort of seasonal problems when she was four-year-old, so we gave her sort of the early part of the summer off, and then... Uh, Target is sort of the autumn racing for her, and it seems to work for her. So, yeah, when she's right, she's a nice, nice mare. All right, mate. What do you do with a mare like her? Because obviously, the mares races or the major mares races for the first half of the season are gone. So, what do you target, and do you extend her into the back end of the season and try and get some some nice mares black type away from her already sub two minute black type? Yeah, it's uh, going to be a hard one. Um, we'll probably start her next week and then I'll talk to owners and see what we're going to do with her. I think they're worth thinking about putting her in foal next season, so that might be an option and carry on racing for a bit. Uh, yeah, we'll just work it out um, after next this Friday. So you got the three on Friday night. Greg O'Connor was digging around on the best website in harness racing, hrnz.co.nz, and he reckons it's been nearly 10 years, maybe longer, 
since you pulled that off. Um, did you know it's been that long since you had a treble? Yeah, no, it's been a long time, yep. Um, yeah, it doesn't happen very often, so yeah, it was a very rare occasion. Yeah, morning to you, Squirt. Um, 9th of January 2011 at Nelson. I'm not going to be mean to you and try and get you to reel off the three. Can you remember one of them? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> laughing Home, appropriately. Um, yep. And Woman in Black, who I'm pretty sure you trained both of those. And Borat was the other yep. one. So, uh, yep, that's the last yep. time you had uh, had a treble. Yeah, no, my memory's not very good. So, uh, yep. It's good to remember that. Yep. Well, that's it. 2011 at, at Nelson. So uh, at the summer meeting, but yeah, it was it was pretty good fun the affair the other night because not only you're winning with your own horse, Sweet Belle, and gee, she's done a magnificent job now. The winner of eight, and of course, she was placed uh, in the Oaks one by Better Twist, I think it was. So she's yes. she's worth a bit yep. of money, Jared, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. No, she's. Uh, I've had lots of losses for her, but the the boys they're just. Rugby racing and beer boys, so they love racing her. And um, yeah, we're thinking about putting her in fold, but um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But um, yeah, no, she's always been a nice right from day one. She's been a lovely, lovely filly near now. I know you love driving a trotter, and you got a couple of trotting wins there on uh, Friday night. The first of those was Test the Boundaries for Alan Ford. Have you done much driving for the Ford family? And this one's really bounced back into form, second uh, at its previous run at Ashburton, and then um, just got a, a nice sneaky run up the fence. Yeah, no, it's the first time I've driven for Alan. Um, he just used to live across the road from me when I lived at Retire, so we've sort of known each other for a long time. But um, no, it's the first time I've driven for him, and... Uh, yeah, another horse went well. He uh, he puts a few fancy steps in, but um, knows game and he tries hard. And the big bloke, Matuatana, took out the New Zealand Bloodstock Standard Bread Uncut Gems and came wide on the track. But when I spoke to Paul Nien after the race, he said um, there are days when I'm really happy with him, and there are other days when I'm not. Today, I'm really happy with him, and so are you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he said before the race that he worked really good. The, I think the Tuesday before, and then he um, worked him again couple of days later and he said I wasn't happy with him so yeah I said he's a bit like a you know he's a lucky dip horse you just take what you get out of him well he's got another win uh, on the board and that was his 10th in his career and he's now heading to the row cup for uh, for Paul and we know there's no way he travels horses unless he thinks they'll be competitive and he's a he's a very good stayer so that was Friday night you're driving this afternoon at Rangiora I wanted to touch on a couple of those the Wolverer in race number three is on debut, has trialled nicely, and you drove uh, to win one of those trials. And uh, this one's trained by Jamie Gamerson. It's raced by uh, Jamie and his wife Natalie, and it's by Kiwi Maid. So uh, the the breed he, is, he hasn't had a lot of mares uh, by Kiwi Maid, but he's left a few winners already. So what type of horse is the Wolverer, and what can we expect on debut today? Uh, yeah, I drove when he qualified. Uh, he gave me a really nice feeling. Uh, he. Uh Felt like he had a good motor. He, you know, he did what he did. He did it really nicely, and he kept going through the line. And yeah, he feels like a really nice horse. Uh, the key by Kiwi Maids have seen the ones that do race. Have certainly got enough ability. So uh, he should be right on the firing line. You know, the way he's and he tried good for Blair. I think last week. So he should be right on the right on the hunt there.
All right, it's four dollars and fifty cents, so a nice price there. There's been money for illegal alien, Jared, too, in race number seven, uh, ten dollars into seven dollars and fifty cents, and just gets into the right sort of race for illegal alien. Um, she's a mare, five-year-old mare, who's won half a dozen races, and this is a thirty-five to forty-five, so should be right up her alley. Yes, yeah, yep, um, that's right here. Yeah, you're right about that. She's race last time was against some nice fillies and mares race, so it was probably a touch too rich for her. But um, back to Rangura and this grade, now she's got a really, really great chance of putting um, another win on the board. Yep, I think she can uh, go very close today. It's a nice price even at the $7.50. All right, we wish you well uh, today. You've got a couple of other drives, uh, Better Reaction and Ideal Invasion, who's uh, pretty long. Uh, Numbers-wise, round the barn, Jared. Uh, not that many at the moment, but you like it that way, don't you? Yeah, I usually do half a dozen, but at the moment there's only a couple. Um, in June, I'm getting a new hip, so I'm sort of winding down to get ready for that. So, um yeah, we've only got a couple and another one to come back in for another few weeks and then, yeah, we'll just take the winter off. <laughs> take it from there. Yeah, fair enough, mate. You'll be able to take in a little bit of that Emmerdale Farm who daughter Sarah lets slip one day is, uh, is something you take in with lunch most days. Yep, yeah, it's my favourite programme. Yep, half the box seat. <laughs> well spoken, Jared. Hey, Jared, just, just, just wondering, for those people out there who obviously know the O'Reilly name so well and they... They know Kerry and Leo and, of course, Patrick. And how often do the boys all get together these days? I know as we get older, it's harder to, to all get together. When was the last time all the O'Reilly driving boys were in the same place at the same time? Oh, it happens, you know, quite regularly. We, have a lot of, we do have a lot of family get-togethers. Um, I think there's another one coming up in a few weeks. My older sister's turning 70, so we'll, we'll have another catch-up there. Uh, but, yeah, no, we do. We you know, we're always Kerry comes showing at least once a week, so we catch up with him. I see Leo at the races most times, and Patrick sort of turned a bit more recluse, but he gets out now and then. So, yeah, we um we still get together quite regular. Yeah, mate, oh, it's a wonderful dynasty the family uh, has has had in harness racing. Of course, Sarah is continuing it on. You must be immensely proud of what she's been able to achieve because it wasn't like she's had one good season, Jared. She's driving consistently at a high level for what's been quite a long time now. Yeah, no, we're very proud of her. Um, she does the miles and, you know, she's lucky she's got a lot of trainers that support her, which is, you know, what you need. And got uh, Brent and Tim White bosses that uh, let her travel and she had that before that with Bruce Negus and then Cran and Chrissy. So she's been very lucky in that way to be able to go away to get these drives. So that's, you know, that's always a big help. Mate, it's great to uh, to catch up with you. Congratulations on a wonderful Friday night at Addington, and good luck today heading around at Rangirua. Hey, thank you, Michael. That's great. Jared O'Reilly talking about the O'Reilly clan. Good to hear they get together, Gregory, because when you and I, who are getting a bit older, were young fellas growing up, it was a, a very feared clan, and probably the most feared was Patrick with those red and white check colours, and um, you now see Sarah carrying that dynasty on it's great to see the family name still at the top of harness racing yeah absolutely it is michael when you think about uh horses like uh tozzy 
who at one stage someone claimed was the best trotter in the world. Uh, Tyron Scotty, who was a really good horse. Skipper Dale, who finished fourth in the Inter-Dominion final, won by Lightning Blue. So, yeah, those colours were um, were unreal uh, around the around the 80s and, and the 90s. And how many winners do you reckon Jared's driven? And I'm chucking this out there, Michael, because I know, and I'm, uh, I'm going to let you have a guess. Have a guess, 450. 669 winners. Wow. He just, he Sorry, just pulled Jared, us away. I just, you know? I just stole 219 winners <laughs> off you. <laughs> but, he just, but you know why? Because he just potters away doing what he does, you know, and, and I, I wasn't being smart going back and finding out the last time he drove a treble because he is so laid back, he just had absolutely no idea. No, well, not It'll be clue. very rare he has more than five or six drives a meeting, so it's pretty hard to win But as we know, Michael... He, it, when given the opportunity, with a horse like Tiger Tara, who won a Sire Stakes final, a Northern Derby, and a New Zealand Free for All, and then what he did when he went to Australia, um, when he got he, when he gets the opportunity, he, he can absolutely deliver. Well, that, that probably sums up fifty guys or girls in harness racing. Yep. When they get the opportunity, yep. if they had the right horses in front of them, plenty of people could drive their fifty winners a season. But of course, you uh, you need to get those in front of you. On that note. Uh, your chance to win a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. So text in to double eight double three Today, text in to double eight double three your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Gerard, as in Gerard O'Reilly. So Gerard, which is G-E-R-A-R-D, Gerard's our code word for today. And also, producer dude Robbie is a bit of a, a, bit of a soft heart. So you give him a reason why you should win the $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab, and there's a good chance he can't help himself. He just loves it. Hey, Michael. It. Yeah. Did you see who won the Kentucky Derby? Uh, Madge. 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 <laughs> Madge. Madge. Two, Madge. Two fills and Angel of Empire. So the Kentucky Derby, 8, 3, and 14. Uh, the, the sound's not on, so I don't know exactly what it's called. I think it's Madge or Madge, <laughs> one or the other. Beat two I like fills. And it's absolutely bolted in too, so now the talk will come to the Triple Crown, of course, with the uh, the next two legs to go. Uh, 8, 3 and 14 in the Kentucky Derby with Forte, the long-time pre-post favourite, scratched overnight by the Vets. Oh, imagine having a horse favourite for the Kentucky Derby. Bit sore on the legs and scratched by the vets. Get your text in to double eight double three. Um, your name, your TRB account number, and Jared is our code word for today. So Jared O'Reilly, Jared is our code word, and give us a reason why producer dude Robbie should give you the fifty dollar bonus bet courtesy of the tab. We're racing at Rangiora. We kick off early at eleven thirty five today. Very shortly after this break, we'll come back with our Southern Man segment and try and find you a winner. Yes, I'm for the Southern Man uh, segment and uh, joining us on the line off the back of a couple of wins at Addington Raceway on Friday night is John Dunn. Morning to you, Johnny. Morning, Greg. Thanks so much for your time. On a race day, always pretty, pretty busy you are. Just going back to Friday night and dance till dawn, winning the Rico Lodge Uncut Gems for the Mares. Um, that was pretty satisfying because she did it a little bit upside down. She's normally a good follower of speed, but with Kikarangi Blue and uh, Manhattan likely to go past you early on in the race, you had to make a decision. 
Yeah, dead right, and it's good effort to sort of keep going. We did burn quite hard, um, even even to cross the one inside me for the first quarter. So, uh, yeah, and I had to make the decision pretty quickly. I didn't want me, like you say, if I hand up to one of Bob Butts, um, no doubt the other one would have gone in the front. So, uh, yeah, it was good effort by the horse to keep running and carry on to the line. Yeah, she's done a great job. Here's a dance till dawn, and she's won with that win uh, the other night, close to 150,000. Adesanya was another winner for you guys uh, in the last, and he's sort of taken a little bit of time to, to come to the racing caper, but he's won two of his last three now. Yeah, he's, he's actually uh, getting better and better. Sort of like you say, he looked the, uh, it took a while to win a maiden race, and um, once he once he finally did win one, he's uh, he's really stepped up. Even the start before Ashburn again, those two nice three-year-olds um, was a really good run. The six race sort of went. So um, yeah, hopefully he can just keep improving. Even more It'll be great. Yeah, and good to have the Newmans involved uh, in both of those horses. Let's have a look at your chances today, uh, Johnny. Starting in race two, uh, Celtic Arden looks close to a win. Yeah, she does actually, and um, back to the 2000 today, hopefully she steps and uh, trotting around in one piece like the last two starts, and she's actually been stepping very quick, so that's the sort of key over the short short distance stand, so if she does that today again, um, you like to say, the way she's put together the last couple, she'll have a great chance. All right, she's flipping the coin odds in the second uh, race two, number seven. Uh, race number three, you buy a driver, Mac Major, for Paul Kerr. But I want to ask you about uh, Kawhi in race number four, because this one's trained by Tom Bagger. You had uh, success in the Oaks in Auckland on Thursday night with Walking on Sunshine. And um, this one looks pretty competitive after that last start, uh, third last week. Yeah, a lot better last time out. And. Um it probably looked like he was going to run straight past me and the, the, the and Ben Hope's one sort of just peaked to the last 100. But, but like I say, he's, he's unruly over the 2,000, but not a big field, and he does normally step pretty quick. So um, if he goes like he did last week, it'd have to be a good, great top three chance. What about Amazing Me in race number five? Money's come for this American ideal four-year-old mare out of Splendour, so gee, there's some breeding there. Yeah, lovely bread mare, all right. And uh, to be fair, this is probably the best draw she's, she's had with us, so um, hopefully we can use it. She's drawn four. There's a wee bit of gate speed inside me, but not not a lot. So um, hopefully we can get her up on speed and instead of being way back in the field and making her own luck, so we can sort of take that out of play. And if she can do that, um, yeah, she's actually a nice, she's quite a nice chance too. All right, $5 into $3.80. So there's a few getting on board with you there. Head over to Moon. Uh, is favourite in race number seven? Is that justified? Because looks a perfect race for uh, a horse that's got very good manners normally. Yeah, it was a good race for him. He went great last time. He sort of had to come out parked probably a bit further, come out the 1,400. So um, he still was right there, right there the whole way up the straight. Um, so normally steps really good and just gave more of a wee probably economical trip um, he's definitely got to put his hand up and he was sort of, yeah, well he's a top three chance anyway, Greg. Yep, Sophia Bromack looks a good chance in race uh, nine as well, about a $4 shot and the right sort of uh, race for her too. She actually went really good last time out. She sort of got checked about the 600, then ended up locking wheels at the 400. And, um, Shannon O'Sullivan drove her that day and for the closing furlong was very good. So uh, if we get no bad luck and, and get a nice, she's still the sort of horse you need the right run with her. But if we, we can get that, um, she'll definitely be hitting the line strong again. Barrytown in race number 11, so consistent, uh, always there or thereabouts, and looks like uh, off the back of that win last week, um, you were aboard uh, then that the Graham Telfer trained five-year-old um, should be competitive again. 
Yeah, I can't see why he wouldn't be competitive again. Gregory sort of is sort of also been going good races the last few now. So uh, once those trotters are in form, they sort of they tend to stick to it. So hope he can do that again. Um, he's good behind from behind the mobile. So uh, he's a sort of horse. He's been lucky the last few. He's got nice, nice enough trips to capitalise on. So also be looking for the same sort of run today. All right, and Franco Cornell in the last uh, nice win last week too. Yeah, he went really good last week. This is probably a step up in grade today, though. Like, there's a couple, yeah, there's a fair bit of gate speed outside me, too, with Glenn Thorne, and um, especially Brett Express, if it doesn't, done a couple of things wrong of late, but uh, normally he can get off the gate pretty good, and then Cran's one at Jura just right outside me. So, as a wee bit of a step up on last week, but he'd come through that fine and been working well. All right, what's the best for the SENZ listeners, Johnny? Uh, we'll go to the maiden trial of Celtic Art, and hopefully she can... Um, Yes, he's had a couple of seconds the last couple, so if we can make that into a first today. All right, you're a couple shy of 50 wins for the season. Let's hope you can uh, tick that box today. Thanks for your time, as always. Thanks, that, Greg. All right, there he is, uh, John Dunn. Sam Otley's on the line uh, as well. Uh, hi to you, Sam. Hi, Greg. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Thank you. How are you on this Sunday? It's a little bit drizzly out there. What's it like at Rangiora? Yeah, no, she's a little bit gloomy. It sort of can't make up its mind what the weather's going to do. I've I've gone the early pro and put the wet weather's on, so hopefully that holds off and we have a all right day. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, here's a, a bit of a weird stat for you. We spoke to Jared O'Reilly uh, only a few moments ago, and his career total wins is 669. You wouldn't believe it. Yours is too. I'm the same. Oh, well, there Absolutely you go. the same. Yep, there you go. So uh, you're going head to head with him uh, today. But you had a good April. You picked up uh, eight or nine wins there. So let's see if you can add to that. You drive What the Bell in race number two, who was sort, uh, supported on debut and uh, is supported again today. Just didn't get things right, but it's clearly a trotter with ability. Yeah, like you say, he, he made a wee mistake um, last week here, but um, <clears throat> we've changed a little bit of gear and. And, um, yeah, like, it's probably a little bit me and a little bit him, you know, just was trying to go a little bit too quick for himself. But, um, yeah, hopefully today he puts the feet in the right places and um, can, you know, just get round in one piece and be running on. We'll be wrapped. All right, he's got a beautifully bred out of Belgallion, of course, uh, a half to stint by What the Hill. Searing Light in race number three. Thought was pretty good uh, last time. This one trained by uh, Alan Edge. Uh, comes up with a nice barrier draw. It's a $15 chance and what looks to be a pretty handy sort of maiden field. Yeah, there's a couple here that I've seen trial up pretty smartly. So, um, yeah, like you say, the second was good in, in the amateurs at Geraldine. You know, they're against race winners and, it, and he's only a maiden, so... Um, yeah, like you say, in a, in a field that looks like there's a few that there's a few to follow, but hopefully we have a little bit of luck in running, and you know you can run a drum again. All right, we spoke to Jared O'Reilly. Was one of those ones you've seen trial the Wolvera? Yeah, you know, it impressed me actually. Um, it trialed, I was actually in the heat, and um, yeah, it ran away from us and looked like it was sort of under double wraps. So I'd say it's um, a horse with a wee bit of ability. All right, $4.20 it is at the moment. I suggest off the back of what Jared said, and now, Sam, it might be worth uh, playing today. Eri Wills come up $1.80 favourite race number four. Is that justified off the back of that trial win at Rangiora last month? I guess that's why they've come for him. Um, gosh, that's short for a maiden trotter who's having his first look at the tape race day. Um, you know, he's still only really a baby learning at this stage, but um, yeah, like his trial was good, but um, yeah, over the 2,000 metres, you've got to do things right, so 
hopefully he can bring that trial form and, and you know, be right there. But, um, yeah, that's pretty short for a maiden trotter. Yep, certainly is. Uh, good luck with that. Sophia Rose in race number six in the King Charles III coronation. All those people that stayed up all night watching that. Good luck to you. Uh, you drive this one, Sophia Rose, for Kevin Fairburn, who doesn't have a whole lot of paces. No, you, um, majority of his are trotters, but um, he's had a, a few good paces over the years too, so certainly knows what he's doing there. And she actually trolled, um, her last trial was really good, still one that's learning the craft of it too, and as you expect, only being a two-year-old. But um, I think she's one that you definitely want to follow. She's sort of probably still on the way up. But, um, yeah, in a neat wee field. I'm pleased they got it off the ground. And, um, yeah, like you say, there's probably a couple in there that have had, you know, a few more trials and that than her. But, yeah, certainly one to follow. But Pete Hunter's one probably looks the hardest. His, his run, uh, her wee run down south was excellent against the boys running third there. So looks the one to beat. Yep, certainly does. Uh, Rakaloo, and he doesn't uh, Rakaloo rather, and he doesn't travel unless uh, they're good enough to do so. Uh, of your other drives, uh, Webb's React is quite long. You drive Kalani Dance, who's drawn right beside Sisters Delight, who I think you've been driving uh, recently. So, uh, what of those two is the best chance in, in race number nine? Um, yeah, like I said, I've been driving both of them, so I know them very well. Probably just. Um, the sisters delight's got the one barrier you know she's probably got the edge of you know she's not going to do any work but um yeah the other girl Kalani dance if she gets the right run she's real honest so it's sort of who's going to get the right run in that field that'll probably be the winner but yeah i'd probably lean towards sisters delight maybe a little bit just because she's got the inside um drawer or all right well i hope you're wrong because you're driving the other one of course so yeah. <laughs> we hope, to, yes. hope you I can know. get Kalani dance yeah, well, she's won two of uh, four this time in, so she's she's doing a really good job. And uh, then I think you've got He's a Jackalack and uh, Monaco Grace to finish your day. Monaco Grace has been slightly disappointing, I think it's fair to say, because she looked like she was going to be you know, a decent sort of a three-year-old filly. What's gone wrong with her, and can she turn it around today? Oh, um, she's been a real head-scratcher. Like you say, she's shown ability in the past, and she won that great race up in Auckland, her, her maiden race. It was a $1,000 race against some pretty nice ones that had gone on with it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I wish she could tell us, to be honest. Um, you know, she may be beckoning the broodmare paddock. She's sort of sort of leaning towards that way. But hopefully today she can turn it around. But in saying that, she hasn't drawn great, and she just needs probably a bit of luck and... Hopefully her mind's on the job, really. It's sort of all up to her, I'd say. Yep. What are you thinking's your best today, Samantha? Um, oh, tricky one. I've sort of probably leaned towards, which is a big call, the two maiden trotters, um, if everyone's brave enough to have a go. But um, they're certainly horses to follow. If it's not today, they're, you know, they're going to win races. But, yeah, I'd say both the maiden trotters are my best strides. All right, What the Bell, race two, and Air I Will in race number four. Hey, thanks so much for your time on this Sunday morning, and we wish you well around the Rangiora circuit today. Yeah, thank you very much. It's Sam Otley uh, driving at Rangiora, which kicks off pretty shortly in five minutes' time with the amateurs on the track for the first there. Actually, four minutes away. Uh, good question coming in from Nick, who's one of our regular listeners in Stratford. Good morning to you, Nick. Uh, morning, Mick and Greg, and producer dude Robbie. So, Robbie, you got to mention. That's cool. Great show. Uh, has Paul Nairn ever trained a pacing winner? Yes, he has. And ironically, one of his better trotters in recent years, out of my way, actually won a race as a pacer. 
So it's one, or she won two races as a pacer. So it's one pacing and trotting. He doesn't do it very often, correctly, but uh, yeah, he has had pacing winners in the past. And so too, Greg has Phil Williamson. You sort of both think of both men, instantly your brains go to the trotters, but they have trained pacers, which are just very few. Well, they're actually yeah. easier to train pacers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I love talking to both blokes, particularly around the trotting gate, because, uh, you know, it's such a science and, and they seem to do it as well, if not better than anybody. Talking about trotters last night in in Sydney, or outside Sydney, at Menangle, Queen Elida smashed them in the Mears Group 1 mile, $100,000 race for our good friend Tony Barron, trotted 1.53. Not that long ago, maybe 10 years ago, bit longer, that sort of time was what the American trotters were trotting, and, and we never spoke about 152s and 3s and things. Uh, the Queen of Lighter, 153 last night, and Greg, we know that Tony Barron likes to, to obviously have a good broodmare band around him. Um, that's a super win by her. Not sure if, if you called it on. Yes, I did. Tele- yeah. She yeah. smashed them. Absolutely ran away and hid. Uh, yeah, brilliant performance uh, from her. Melsdale, Melsdale, is that how you say it? Uh, of Michelle Wallace and Bernie Hackett was a bit unlucky, I thought, in the in the Trotting Oaks there last night too, Mike. And we'll review both those races on the box seat on Wednesday. Yep, looking forward to that. So there was a Kiwi action at Menangle last night with the Trotters taking centre stage. But yes, she was outstanding Queen Elida in Tony's famous colours. Get your text in to double eight double. So double eight double three. We need your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Gerard, in honour of Gerard O'Reilly, because he drove three at Addington on Friday night. And as Greg said, today he is right smack bang on the same level of career-winning drives as Sam Otley. So Sam's probably going to be driving a lot more horses in the next couple of years. So this might be the last time Gerard can say that. We're going to take a break here on Trot's Talk. Come back on the other side, talk to Nathan Purden because Team Purden, the All-Stars, are absolutely training the barn down at the moment and they had a very interesting newcomer to the stable at Annington on Friday night. Don't go too far away. Get those texts in to double eight double three here on Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Anything goes. She gave a good look over the right shoulder. Third quarter, 28.7. She's got Heisenberg off the bit. Then came He's a Sure Thing. Happy place looking for an out and then got you covered. But he's dashed away here. Anything goes. Put up three and four lengths on He's a Sure Thing. Happy place running on as a place chance from Heisenberg. But off he strolls here. The good thing of the night. Anything goes is going to win it by a cricket pitch. Happy place second. He's a Sure Thing third. Close fourth between Got You Covered and Heisenberg. First start for the All-Stars at Addington on Friday night for Mark and now Nathan Purden. Anything goes. Absolutely smash them. I rang Greg yesterday, as I do most days, and I said, look, I saw an open class horse last night. I have no doubts he's going to be good enough to race in a New Zealand Cup. Whether he's good enough to win a New Zealand Cup, well, that's a whole different matter. But Nathan Purden, uh, he is a very smart animal with a lovely, big, long stride on him. As we say, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Mac, yeah, he's, uh, he is a beautiful horse. He's uh, got a great temperament, and uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a horse that's going to go a fair way. I know you've you've trained for uh, his former trainer and owner before, but um, Devin Van Til, who drives the horse regularly, has now started to work for you guys, so is, is that how anything goes, ended up in your care? 
No, not really. Um, the horse sort of came up for sale, um, and but uh, after that, the impressive win when Devon did drive the horse. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a few offers come, people come knocking on the door, and uh, and then there was a American interest with obviously um, the, the guys that did buy the horse. So, uh, yeah, they ended up having the having the uh, the best offer and put it in, and um, and ended up securing the horse and. Uh, obviously, with with having the the former um, uh, training with them in Melbourne, it, it all sort of unfolded that that way. So that's Gordon Banks and Mark Hanover, is it? Who who have purchased anything goes? Yes, that's right. Yeah, they do have another uh, member in the in the horse. Um, can't quite remember his name, but yeah, he's uh, there was a, another person that's come into it. Are they quite happy to leave a horse like him here and race on, or will they eventually want to see him in North America? Uh, well, they're, they're pretty keen to leave him here at the moment. There's no real rush to get him over to America. Um, if that's sort of what, what happens later on, um, so be it. But at the moment, they're keen to leave him here and then race. Do you think... He's a horse who will be in the New Zealand Cup in November? Uh, well, he's certainly going that way. Uh, we'll probably let him tell us he can have a little bit of a spell now and uh, and and come back and see how he works down and, and probably put him in a couple of the races um, that, that might sort of tell, let him tell us whether he's good enough to, um, to handle it or, or probably physically ready enough to handle that sort of racing uh, this year or, or whether it's 12 months away. Another one of your winners for you and Father Mark on Friday night was Don't Stop Dreaming. And I know the team had been a little bit concerned about one of the blood pitches last week, but, man, Natalie just declared war at the start, straight across to the lead. Everybody else seemed to be in la-la land, and he bolted it, Nathan. Yeah, he did, yes. He's, uh, when he's on song, he's, he's very, very good, um, as we've seen to date. Uh, and obviously, Natalie's... Um, Natalie's driving is just outstanding, really. She does a great job, and um, you know, there's not many times you can say she messes it up, which is uh, which is great in the training point of view. So, uh, yeah, no, the horse is, is racing super, and uh, it was aided by a great drive. Nathan Gregg uh, here, mate. Congratulations on Friday night. Bronson was your other winner, and Kenneth Jacobs is the other owner of Anything Goes, mate. So you can post that one uh, in the memory banks. But uh, back to Bronson, uh, son of Vincent, uh, out of Orlando Star, which is the star of Isis Family, which is obviously self-assured. So no surprise that Gene was keen to get him, and I thought he was very brave on debut. Yeah, he's... uh he was really. He's he's a horse that's every time he steps off the place, he just gets a little bit better. And um, yeah, I'm sure he's he's heading towards the the welcome stakes next week. And um, yeah, if he can repeat a performance like that, or probably expect him to be a little bit better next week, um, I'm sure he'll be right, very competitive. I reckon watching Thursday night, Nathan, you'd have been quite happy in the Christchurch base with uh, Dad albeit suspended from driving at the moment, up there doing the business in what were pretty ordinary conditions, but it didn't stop Millwood Nike. No, no, that's right. Yeah, she's just in the league of her own, that, that filly. She's um, just she's sort of one on the, <laughs> in the thousand, really. She's very hard to come across, but uh, uh, she's got serious X factor, and uh, she's just a, a horse that's a, a pleasure to have in the barn, and um, hopefully she can keep on the winning road.
Yeah, when I spoke to Natalie Friday night, uh, that was her first steer race day, of course, on Millwood Nike. She said could race in an open class race already. So um, that's how highly she rates it, 13 from 13. But High Energy got beaten, uh, just got back in the field on, on a night when like the weather conditions were atrocious. But um, she'll bounce out of that, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Natalie come in, um, and uh, when I seen her at Edenton, she said it wasn't the best drive, which, uh, you know, that happens. But, uh, yeah, no, she she run through the, got through the race really well. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure she'll, uh, she can probably target a, a race at the Derby and uh, she'll still be competitive enough. Nathan, the, the two-year-old season is not what it used to be. You, Your dad used to regularly target the Young Gun series, but of course now it extends out to December. Where are most of your two-year-olds? Are they close to trialling? Are we we going to see them any time soon? And and how many race two-year-olds would you have? Uh, we've just got Major Hot and Bronson for the Welcome Stakes, um, and then maybe Bronson for the Sapling Stakes in sort of three weeks' time. But um, the other ones just got spelled having three months out um, and they're due to come back and start next month for uh, for the races towards the end of the year. Do you have to be more, uh, probably the words, harder on them early in the season? Because if they're not going to make it early, obviously there's no two-year-old racing in the middle of the season. So is it a case by January or February, Nathan, just sort of saying, look, we'll go with this one, but if they're not going to make it, you have to give them that big break because there's not really much for them till September or October? Yeah, you do really, Mick. Um, it's good to to bring them back and just to keep the legs under them. Um, so much foundation work is sort of a key to to getting them to the races and and having them ready to go and and quite professional on the day. So um, you still got to bring them in and and have those preps in between. But uh, yeah, I think you just got to evaluate what you've got. Um, you got to be so good to to race early, not only ability, but you got to have the great a good headset to go with it. So. Um, yeah, if they tick the boxes, they can. They're there um, as soon as they can be, and, and obviously the ones that need to mature and, and fill into their frame, um, they can go out for a few months. Nathan, just back to Friday night. Paramount Empress uh, got beaten. She's done a magnificent job this time in. Is that it for her, or what's the plans around uh, her racing going forward? Uh, she's got the Heather Williams Memorial uh, this coming Friday. And then, is that it? Uh, yes, it will be. She could probably have a bit of a lead off there and then uh, same thing, look at racing towards the end of the year. Yep. What about horses potentially for the Queensland campaign? Have you and Dad discussed that at any length? Not really. Um, there's probably not a lot to uh, to go over or, or if there is a couple, um, haven't really spoke to the owners about it as yet. So, um, yeah, probably at this stage we won't be going. All right, Nath, look, congratulations on how well things have been going down home. Um, obviously, um, your dad's been in the north, and so it's been predominantly you, but I know you talk on the phone at least once or twice every day. Uh, mate, looking forward to seeing how this uh, this this autumn unfolds. Um, don't stop dreaming versus Merlin this Friday night. That'll be interesting. Yeah, well, they seem to be uh, the two, always been the class runners. Um, I was very, uh, very impressed with some match run the other night. He's, um, he's sort of showing that he's, he's up there a bit and I know Blair talking to him after the race he was more than impressed with him so uh, you know it, it is there's a handful of really nice three-year-olds around but uh, yeah certainly 
headed by um, by those two anyway. Thanks for your time this morning, Nathan. Well done on Friday night. Looking forward to seeing how far anything goes. Goes. That's Nathan Purden from the All Stars. He trains with his father, Mark, of course, and. Um, yeah, wonderful performance, Greg, from Anything Goes. He, he's, he's in the market, Michael, for the IRT New Zealand Cup. Well, so $15. He so he should. But I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take $15, but he will be in the race if he's sound, and they want to leave him here. Get your text into double eight double three here on Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Double eight double three for your chance to win a $50 bonus bet. Your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Gerard. Gerard O'Reilly. We've had one misspelling, but we'll still include that. That's fair. Not your fault. Sometimes names are hard to spell. So Gerard is our code word for the day. We'll take a break here. Come back on the other side. Wrap up Rangiora today and try and find a winner. And also talk to Matt Peden, as Gregory mentioned, uh, some newcomers to the New Zealand Cup market. Yeah, and the home straight uh, in Trot's talk. Matthew Peden from the Tabs joined us. Morning, Matthew. Greg, how are you? Excellent, mate. How impressed were you by Anything Goes? You must have been because you've put them up $15 for the IRT New Zealand Cup. Yeah, it was hard not to be, particularly, particularly I should say, if he improves off that run. And I think he was 100 to 1 in $17 before Friday night and again uh, into $15, as you just mentioned. So we might get a little bit shorter between now and November, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. All right, looking forward to the Garrard Size Stakes final this week. Market's still open pre-barrier draw. Don't stop dreaming. Plug stayed in on Friday night, 190, Merlin 270. That could change if Merlin draws to the inside of his arch rival. Yeah, it's probably a tough market to bet into now at those prices pre-draw, but uh, look, we took a bet of 2000 at 250 before the run on Friday night, went into 220 after Don't Stop Dreaming won, and, and they've taken that, hence the 190 now. So... Like you say, if Merlin draws underneath him, it could be uh, could be touch and go, but it's uh, it's hard to, to not want to be with Don't, don't Stop Dreaming off the back of that run. All right, anything we need to know out of Rangi Ura today? Money for Amazing Me. Uh, good push for the Wolver on this show. So uh, there's a couple that the money's come for. A bit runner so far. You guys say Phil Arden in the next number two. It's uh, been $2 in a 175 so far, but uh, just in terms of dollars invested, it's probably the best back runner of the day and uh, the market thing clearing All right, Celtic Arden, race number two, big shortener uh, there. Thanks always for your time, Matthew. Enjoy your Sunday. You too, Greg. Thank you. So, Gregory, just to reiterate, if you're having a bet at Rangiora today where the first race has been run and won, what do you like? Yeah, I like the Wolver. I liked him before we had both Jared and uh, Sam Otley's push for uh, the bike here we made uh, maiden on debut, so I'm, I'm keen on it. So that's race three, number six. John Dunn was pushing Amazing Me, race five, number four. And Artie's B. Mickey being driven by Johnny Cox, Tim Williams driving the other of the Telfer and uh, Cullen team. But, yeah, I really like the way uh, she found the line. So, uh, yeah, I'm keen on it. So race three, six, race five, four, race six, six, the way I'll be playing today. Lovely work, brother. Thank you for your help this morning. Producer dude, Robbie, who has won our fitty from the TAB? Our winner today, Carolyn, down in Invercargill. She said, uh, held in high regard, Gerard. Well, he is. She's she's speaking my language. It rhymes and it works. Well done to you, Carolyn. So that's uh, Gerard O'Reilly is our code word for the day after his three on Friday night. And Carolyn gets a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. So Addington next Friday, we have the side. Big night, Michael. It'll be yep. a massive, Gregory. Um, yep. 
They're looking, I'm looking forward to it. It's been good to have it there. Then we bounce back up to the north for the Roy Purden, the Auckland Cup and the Row Cup. So there's a fair bit going on. If you want to keep up with it, hrnz.co.nz is the best website in the business. They have previews every day, reviews every day, and all the information you need to back a winner. The odds are out on tab.co.nz. If you're betting today, we wish you the best of luck from us here at SENZ.